is the Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jackals, Brad the Big Noise Evans, and rejoining me, it feels oh so good, is uh, the mucus-infested Nathaniel Lundy, hopefully... Uh, you, you pop the NyQuil, some Mucinex, and you're starting to clear things out. Are you feeling better on this Friday? Actually, uh, here's the funny part out of what uh, happened to me over the course of the last few days. So you can hear it. It's still kind of in my voice uh, a little bit. It's just kind of hanging around. But uh, yeah, first of all, Mucinex, amazing stuff, man. I don't know how those people are not sponsoring us yet because I live by that stuff anytime I get sick. But I'm not going to lie, Brad. I was uh, I was trying to clean up the house a little bit yesterday, um, you know, because I'm not feeling very good. So I'm kind of like nesting. So I'm trying to clean up the house a little bit. And I walked past the broadcast studio there in the basement, and there was that bottle of Suavecito. And I thought to myself, you know, I'd imagine a nice, neat pour of that, yeah. and I'd be feeling 10,000% better. Now, I resisted, but I can tell you, for me, it's going to be a hashtag tequila Friday because I'm ha- so happy that I finally feel better. Yes, in my one-man world, it is scientifically proven that tequila cures everything uh, from what I know. And I actually had a little Suavecito last night on the hill because it was a hashtag tequila Thursday. Uh, had a minus night uh, in the betting ranks, except in college basketball. I am impossibly up, and I'm going to have some of those in bonus time on a loaded Friday slate, uh, but nobody cares necessarily about college basketball in November. They care about the foosball, and we're coming down the home stretch here. Lundy, let's go ahead and get after it with our college football Ooh. pick to click. Uh, who do you like uh, this weekend on the junior circuit? Oh, you see, I got, I got notes galore here in front of me. I got a lot of them that I like, but Brad, let's talk about the midshipmen, shall we? Let's talk about Navy. One of my favorite for this weekend is for Navy to cover against Notre Dame, yeah. plus 15 and a half. couple of reasons why. First of all, Notre Dame is 0 and 4 against the spread when they're a double-digit favorite. So let's just start right there, okay? They suck when apparently the bookmakers think they shouldn't. But on top of that, I saw a stat, Brad, that if you go back, I think it's the last 15 years, anytime one of the service academies has been a two-touchdown or more underdog, They've covered right about two-thirds of the time. So I'm rolling with Navy. It's been a down year for Notre Dame. Uh, So give me the uh, midshipmen here as we sit on Veterans Day uh, to cover tomorrow against the Domers. Uh, I'm 100% going to tell you on that one. I love them plus 15 and a half is what I grabbed it at. I think that was an excellent call. Another underdog, though, uh, one that's a, a slight underdog that I'd like to get back on track on Saturday is Oklahoma State. Uh, now, the Cowboys have been shooting blanks. Uh, really, these last couple of weeks, uh, they're taking on Iowa State at home, and uh, I think they're going to dissipate the Cyclones in this one. They're 3-0 and on the money line in Stillwater this season. Iowa State 0-2 away from Ames. Oklahoma State's uh, defense uh, absent. Uh, they never show up. They're ghost-like in appearance. Number eight worst in college football, giving up 462.2 uh, uh, yards per game, but uh, you look at Spencer Sanders, who's got a 15-5 to touchdown interception split. I think he is going to be able to uh, to have his way against this Iowa State secondary, which has been awfully good this season. Uh, they're the ninth best scoring defense in college football, but they can't score. 
uh, number 85 in total offense, and they're averaging just 3.4 yards per carry. So Sanders and friends uh, get back on track. Uh, give me the Oklahoma State Cowboys uh, to not throw cow chips in this one and score the W. With college put to bed, let's get after it on the NFL Week 10 of the player prop market with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. Numero Cinco uh, is a bet that I have featured everywhere. If you watch Live and Line, if you've been reading my columns, uh, the Fantasy Flames, the player props, uh, I've been uh, continuously slapping this on the derriere, and that is Donovan Peoples-Jones. I'm taking the over on receiving yards on South Beach against Miami. Uh, it's up to 43.5 from an open of 41.5. Uh, BetMGM has this best odds and juice right now the business because a lot of people uh, have this used up minus 120 uh, you look at dpj and what he has done he's been over 70 yards in four of his last five games lundy and a guy who was wide receiver 11 and average yards of separation per target one of the best in the nfl there top 30 as well in yards per reception top 30 in yards per target and he gets the X-Man, who just serves it up on a silver platter. That's Xavier Howard, who has the worst passer rating allowed of any quarter of the league with at least 175 covered snaps played. And that number, 144.6, also giving up 16.6 yards per catch. And Miami, as a group, have allowed... 13 wideouts to go over this number. So in a game, as any Miami game is, with a lot of pew, 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 shootout appeal, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Love the over here. 43 and a half receiving yards, minus 120 at Pet MGM. Fade or follow. Brad, Miami let Chicago score 32 points. Yeah, wonderful. Let that want to let that sink in. Okay, I know everybody wants to talk about Justin Fields. You know, you got top five quarterback now for the rest of your fantasy year. That's that's fantastic. But let's still talk about the fact that Miami allowed Chicago to score. Uh, say it with me now, thirty-two points. Okay, that's ridiculous. So yeah, forty-three and a half. I think I would play this up, Brad, to forty-six and a half. I think after that, I'm going to stay away just in case. But I like this number a lot. Um, and, and again, we're looking at a potential shootout on South Beach. Heck yeah, give me the uh, give me the yards for DPJ. To be a man or a woman of the peoples. Number four. All right, numero cuatro, and I'm going to employ one of my favorite strategies in uh, the player props market. And there's going to be a lot of pushback from numbers nerds, uh, guys who work in the betting industry and say, oh, you know, the odds are really with you. And this is like a minus EV proposition. But uh, I bet with my gut. I bet uh, sometimes with my head. And this one, I believe uh, the truth is somewhere in the middle. Uh, it's like lodged in my throat like uh, that mucus right now for Lundy. Uh, but I'm going to go SGP, OGP, say it with me, Saquon Barkley, 80-plus rush yards, and I'm going to correlate, synergize, bring it all together. If I think he's going to run for at least that many yards, uh, chances are the Giants are going to win in their matchup against the Houston Texans. So on that two-legger, yeah, it's minus odds. I'm not getting seduced by the juice, but minus 110 is still palatable at BetMGM. Uh, you look at Saquon Barkley, a guy who uh, consistently gets over this number. Uh, he has done this in all but two matchups this year. 
Houston allowing well north of five yards per carry. Houston allowing over 150 rush yards per game to the running back position. Saquon top 15 in yards after contact per attempt. And you know he's probably going to have a nice and fruitful positive game script down the stretch. And the Giants will handle business and gets an inferior opponent. Uh, so that's why I like him just to win straight up. So Saquon, 80-plus rush yards as he worked the quads uh, and the New York Giants money line. If both those events occur, minus 110 at MGM. Lundy, are you in numbers neared and say this is a dumb bet or are you going to follow me? No, I look, you know what I know about numbers? When I see the numbers in my account at my various sports books go up, that's the only number I care about, okay? You can take your numbers nerds shit and throw yeah. it where the sun don't shine. Because, Shove it! Yeah, exactly. Look, it, do I win? Yes or no? That's all I'm trying to do is win. I don't care whether it's supposed to be on the positive. I don't, I don't dive into all of that kind of stuff. I'm a numbers nerd in general because my father was an engineer and my mother's a math teacher, okay? So I've already got some of that. <laughs> built into my head. But when you find something that pays, yes, would I like this one better if I could get it at plus odds? Of course. But a minus 110 on a couple of pretty logical things to happen, yes, give that to me all day long. I like this OGP nice and simple. Yeah, grease those quads, Saquon. And Giants, don't screw me. Number three. All right, let's go to your neck of the woods. A disappointing year for the Denver Broncos, but uh, maybe not a disappointing result for this individual on Sunday. Give me the over on Jerry Judy. Could be a bit of a juggernaut statistically. 50.5 receiving yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. Actually got this when it opened at 49.5. I'd probably play this up to 55.5, maybe a little bit higher than that. Why? Because uh, you look at the Tennessee Titans, and I know Denver is on the road, but they've had extended rest after their field trip uh, to jolly old England. Uh, you got McCreary. You've got uh, the slot corner as well. Both those guys have allowed 100-plus passer rating combined to their assignments. Tennessee giving up 7.36 in terms of pass yards per attempt. And Judy, despite Russell Wilson's inaccuracies, uh, has been top 15 in total deep targets. And he is also top 15 in total yards after the catch. He has hit at least 50 yards in five straight games. Uh, puzzlingly, uh, Cortland Sutton has fallen out of Russell Wilson's favor. Maybe he dissed the danger witch. Uh, but I believe Jerry Judy is going to pack a whole lot of spice in this one for his QB and the Broncos as a whole. So, feed or follow, you're Mr. Bronco. You're right there on the Mile High City. Uh, the over on Jerry Judy, 50.5 receiving yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. This is pushing your luck here, Brad, because I don't really trust anything with this team right now. I mean, seriously, <laughs> nothing. Uh, there's there's nothing about this team I trust. Uh, nothing like going into your bye week when you've got the perfect opportunity to say, hey, some of the stuff we've been doing isn't working. Uh, and instead, Nathaniel Hackett's like, no, no, we're good. Uh, we're good. We're not going to make any change. Everything, everything fundamentally is going to be the same on game day. Great. Thanks, Hackett. Appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, that's, that's literally the way Broncos fans feel right now. They are very grateful that the Nuggets and Avalanche are in action right now because that's actually keeping them entertained um, it, when it comes to uh, the major sports teams in town. So I'm going to follow you on this one because it makes sense, and I would play it up a little bit higher than where it's at. I wouldn't go maybe much higher than 53.5 or 54.5, uh, but he should get up over this number. But then again, 
man, I can't figure out this team. So yeah, your guess is going to be as good as mine when it comes to the Broncos. Make some bake, I think, on Jerry Judy. Number two. All right, stick it a uh, same game, different name, and I think you're getting on board with this because of the struggles of the Broncos defensively in the trenches. They've been darn good on the back end. Uh, not so much up front, so give me Derrick Henry to score an anytime touchdown, and I'm going to parlay that on an SGP with Derrick Henry, 90 Plus rush yards. Again, correlate, synergize, bring it all together. Uh, both those events occur. Plus 110. Yes, plus money. And I constructed this at DraftKings. You look at Henry, uh, number four in the NFL. Is, uh, he's always top five. And yards after contact per attempt, according to PFF, with a 3.98 number. He has hit the century mark on the ground, including the 200-yard game uh, they had against the Texans in five consecutive Contest. I mentioned uh, the downfall of the Broncos defensively up front, giving up 5.02 yards per carry and 102.9 rush yards per game to the running back position. Now, only two RBs have gone over 90 yards against Denver this season, but you know the MO. You know the strategy of Rabel and company. It's give the damn ball to the football Frankenstein. He will see hole. And he will smash all. And he's going to do that time and time again in this game. So Derrick Henry, anytime touchdown, uh, match with Derrick Henry, 90-plus rush yards on this OGP slash SGP. Are you with me? Plus 110 at DraftKings. Pay to follow. Well, you're right, because the Broncos are, are good on the second level. They're they're pretty damn good in the secondary, not the least of which is Justin Simmons and, and Pat Sertan. But in the trenches, they are very vulnerable, and obviously they traded away Bradley Chubb. So you're missing some of that pass rush. You're missing some of what they could do up front. Uh, so I, I think Derrick Henry runs a rough shot over these guys, continues to get 100 yards, love pairing it together with an anytime touchdown because holy crap are they susceptible to that uh, on the ground. Again, I don't trust this team. So you, you kind of you barely inched me on board uh, to follow when it came with Jerry Judy. But give me all the give me all the love for Derrick Henry, because I think in Nashville, he is going to uh, absolutely run over the Broncos like a drunk bachelorette party on Broadway. <laughs> Yippee! Do not fade, Derrick Henry. Number one. Uh, bear down, Chicago Bears. The Bears uh, may not be winning games, but the offense has reversed course. They've been very impressive. Why? It's all about the duality of Justin Fields, and I cannot believe this. We have seen line movement in the opposite direction that I would have predicted uh, it is the over on 57 and a half now as a line open at 58 and a half rush yards for him minus 115 at bet MGM. And I say, break out the old sledgehammer, Peter Gabriel style on this over Lundy. Uh, he has been unstoppable as a rusher here of late. Michael Vick like, in fact, he broke Michael Vick's record last week with Buck 78 on the ground against the Finns. He has gone for at least 60 yards uh, on the ground in four straight games, averaging 10.1 rush attempts per game, 6.62 yards per carry. And you get the Hello Kitties of Detroit 
who are yielding 5.01 yards per carry the running back position, which, again, Fields is going to play the role as probably upwards of like 12 times in this game. Jalen Hurts, if you recall, way back in week one, ran for 99-0 against the Lions. Uh, Geno went for 49. Hell, Aaron Rodgers in his ancient ass. Uh, rolled for 40 yards last week on the ground. So Fields, uh, I think, in a game is going to have a plethora of points, uh, should crush the over on 57 and a half rush yards. It is my top play of the week. Uh, are you with me? Fade or follow? Again, minus 115 at BetMGM. Hands down my favorite. And if you're going to give me yards back, if you're going to bring it down from 58 and a half to 57 and a half. Free money. This was like yesterday in the NBA. I had taken Portland minus five and a half. And by the time it tipped off, it was down to three and a half. So I hammered it again. You're going to give me back points. Oh, hell yeah. And you're going to do the same thing with yards here with Justin Fields. So I really like this one. Good call. Uh, You know, jump on it at 58 and a half. Jump on it again at 57 and a half. Because as you said, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is old. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is like my age old. I mean, we're Mm -hmm. talking seriously old. Uh, and if he if he can scramble around, then hell yeah, Justin Fields can. All right, since uh, we're going to make all the money on Fields and then lose it on these bonus time bets, uh, Lundy, what else do you like? Maybe on a Friday, maybe the rest of the weekend. Uh, please, let's get some units gained in that lost. Yeah, let's try to get back to it. Let me start off with some plus odds for you. These are uh, two hockey games for tonight. We're, do- we're doing an alt line on the total uh, with both of these, we're bringing both of them down to five and a half and taking the over. So give me the over Pittsburgh and Toronto at five and a half. Give me the over San Jose in Big D taking on the Stars. Both of those games hit at least six goals. The payday at DraftKings is a plus 162. Then uh, to Southern California tonight, we go, Brad, as the uh, Colorado, I, I don't know, Cavs. They're not really Buffaloes. They're, um, they're just small. They're a sandwich. Yeah, basically just calves, I think, is really what they are. They haven't really gotten up to the whole point of being Ralphie yet where they can run across the field. Um, So this is one I'm actually going now the opposite direction. So this game opened with a total, Brad, I think it's 60 or 61. And people hammered the over on it to the point where it's up to 66. I'm now going to turn around and take the under. Mm. I think that kind of movement, because I don't know that I don't know that CU is going to be able to score. Um, against SC. This this game could wind up being 55 to nothing. Um, maybe 55 to 7. Something like that. So because of that, because we've seen the line go the opposite direction so strongly, I'm actually going to turn around now and take the under. Um, not hammering it. This isn't a two-unit bet or anything. This is just one. But I think what's happened in this Pac-12 game tonight uh, down at SC is just now it's to the point where I'm like, no, no, no. I got to lean. Uh, I got to lean back the other way. Um, Brad, you and I uh, suffered through that BS of a game with Illinois oh. last weekend. Um, so I'm looking for the Illini to bounce back in the contest at home against Purdue. Because of that, I'm taking the over on the 44 and a half and and I'm taking the Illini minus the six and a half. So if you wanted to alt line that ish, you could. You could take the alt line, you could bring the total down and then take the over, but I think they could do it straight up by themselves. And give me Michigan minus the 30 and a half against Nebraska. Again, very similar to CU taking on USC tonight. 
I don't know that the Huskers can find the end zone against Michigan. And so 30 and a half with a total of 48 and a half. Yeah, this game legit could be 49 to nothing. All right, let's stick with the college football theme. I disagree on the Illini game. I will be in attendance. Uh, Major shrinkage uh, expected for yours truly because temperatures are going to be in the mid-30s. Winds could be a little bit blustery, so it's going to accentuate the coldness as a result. But I think uh, the under is going to hit here. Uh, in Purdue, Illinois, Purdue's a decent defense, and Illinois really had their struggles executing inside the red zone. And Illinois still with the elite uh, defensive units in all of college football. Number one, allowing 10.4 points per game, uh, giving up uh, just 152.6 passing yards per contest. So, Ain O'Connell, they could ground him in this one. This uh, it's got like 20 to 17 written all over it. So that's why I like the under there on the 44 and a half. Uh, sticking with the college team, two other games I really like. UConn plus 14 and a half against Liberty. And everybody's going to be on the flames after what they did a week ago. So I say fade that narrative. Uh, why conditions are going to be uh, not so favorable in stores as the remnants of Nicole going to be impacting that area. Could have some gusty winds and persistent rains. I like uh, the Huskies to mush. Huskies mush. Plus a 14 and a half. They're 8 and 2 ATS uh, this season. I think Victor Rose will be a difference maker on the ground for them against a Liberty defense who has overachieved or allowing 180 plus rush yards per game. And then finally in college football, give me the Hawkeyes on the money line, plus 105 at home in Iowa City against the Badgers. Uh, Iowa, the third worst offensive team, yes, uh, I know, in college football. But Spencer Petras actually uh, threw two touchdowns last week. Maybe he was wind-aided in that one. And take the over in that game, by the way. Mm. It's at 35. I like Iowa on the money line. I also like the over. Remember, as bad as Iowa's been, they've put 57 points on the board in the last two weeks. Yeah, and I think you're going to dominate the ground game in this one defensively, and that is kind of the uh, the motivation for Wisconsin offensively with Braylon Allen. Uh, Iowa giving up just 92.8 rush yards per game, so I like them to take that straight up. All right, let's go to the NFL. Back to it. A uh, couple of player props that I like that I've not discussed yet. Uh, I love Kenneth Walker the third. Uh, in Munich, Germany, he's going to earn that uh, beer and Bavarian pretzel uh, guy that should do a lot of damage against Tampa, who's uh, given up 4.62 yards per carry, over 100 rush yards per game of the running back position. I played this number up as high as 84 and a half. Uh, he's a uh, modern day Sean Alexander, uh, getting it done in terms of yards after contact uh, and getting it done in terms of workload. It's going to be 20 balls of belly and at least, I think, 80, 85 yards on the ground. For him elsewhere in the NFL, uh, give me Tyreek 75 plus receiving yards and Jalen Waddle 55 plus receiving yards. I have done this seven weeks in a row on this one game parlay and I have cashed consistently. It's hit seven times this season. It's plus 120 at betting gym. If you uh, follow those thresholds, Cleveland uh, giving up uh, 256 pass yards per game to a number one in YPA to a number two in deep ball completion percentage. Why? Because Tyreek and water are that damn good. Uh, and staying in that game, give me two or two plus passing touchdowns and the brisket to be Brissett to go for at least 195 through the air. That's even money plus 100 right now 
at BetMGM. A Lundy College basketball on this Friday is in full swing, and there are a ridiculous amount of games. Uh, probably one of my favorite plays with that question is, are the Gauchos of UCSB against Fresno State? Uh, the Gauchos have a ton of returning players. And they were an elite defensive team last year. Uh, they're uh, points, so I played them on the money line. I think they're going to beat Fresno State, who lost their best player in Orlando Robinson, and are kind of soul-searching as a result with some of the plug-and-play newcomers. So give me UCSB in that contest, uh, my strongest play on the board. And uh, you want one more college basketball pick? Uh, of course you do. Uh, give me the Zags. Uh, minus 11.5 against the Spartans. Uh, Drew Timmy back. Uh, Gonzaga loaded from top to bottom. I know 11.5 against Michigan State. You might say, well, the Sparties uh, are you know, really going to ratchet up defensively. They're going to play this one tough. I think Gonzaga's got too much talent top to bottom. And Michigan State historically has really struggled early on in the season. Normally they hit their stride in like late January, February, early March. And I think that is going to be uh, another uh, characteristic of this team this year. So I think Gonzaga wins by uh, roughly 13 to 15 points in this one. I have a ton more selections uh, in college basketball and you can check those out uh, via twitter at a noisy huevos you can check out all of lundy's free picks always transparent as well at nate lundy and drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast lundy's gotta go do tv my show has already been done but live on the line coming up on sunday at noon eastern time check it out on bally sports and on Stadium. For Nate Lundy, I'm Brad Evans. Until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you.